Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And let's talk about this. So right now at BetMGM, we have Duke, favorite to win this entire tournament, plus 160. You got Kansas right there behind them. Remember, Kansas was a favorite before uh, Duke took down Texas Tech. Kansas was the favorite at, I think, plus 350. Now they're second on this odds list, plus 180. Villanova, no Justin Moore, plus 475. That's a huge loss for them. And already a short rotation. And then last but not least, the blue blood that could, UNC, turning it on at the right time, plus 500. Now, I do have to not divulge an eight some. Seed. Like, in, just not, not an eight seed. Not an eight seed at all. <laughs> and not to ta- they have so much talent. Jeez. I do have a few in my pocket. All right. I took Kansas when they became the favorites before that Duke game. I took Kansas at plus 325. I still have that future open all in right. my pocket. I also have UNC. I got them at 22 to 1. Oh, okay. So I got a UNC 22 to All 1 right. in my pocket. All I had right. a few other futures. I, oh, I still have Duke. I have Duke at plus 400. All much better value than where it is now. That's yeah. for sure. So I, I beat the value. The value. Hopefully one of these outlasts my, my rationale, of course, to put down the same unit size if you hit the longer shot. But you you can still come out on the winning side depending on what you hit. Um, so that's why I feel I really like my UNC 22 to one. I hope they win it all because then it, that wipes out all of my transgressions. And also I get to walk out on the plus it's side. A nice of things. little pa- golden parachute. Yeah, it's if a you nice will. little golden yeah. parachute. But what, when you look at this board, where do your eyes just immediately go? I, I'm actually interested at, at this point. If you're looking at where the market is now and you're trying to jump in. Villanova plus 475 hmm. with Jay Wright coaching in Villanova because I, I want to take them, but I'm a little concerned with now. The Justin well, Moore here's news. the thing. I understand. Obviously, short rotation just got shorter. Yeah, that's a problem. The one thing that I've said about Villanova over the last couple of games they've played that's really stood out to me that is very, very valuable this time of year is that free throw shooting. Yeah, they're on pace to being the best free throw shooting team in the history of college basketball. Yeah, and that's what concerns me about Kansas. The worst free throw shooting team when, remaining in the tournament. When you have a team that's not comfortable in close game situations, that's not clutch. And what do we see so often, especially in March Madness? The teams that are able to execute in the last couple of minutes of the game in clutch time situations, yep. those are the teams that can go far because they play well under pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, they go out there and they're not uh, uncomfortable when they're going to the line with 30 seconds left and they're down one. Villanova's got everybody on the team shooting at least 74% from the line. Yeah. Like that, everybody out there is a. If you're trying to foul late and send them to the line to get the ball back, everybody's a liability for you yep. in that case. So for Kansas, that would be the situation. Kansas, big difference when it comes to the free throw shooting of Kansas versus Villanova. Yeah. So that could end up, especially when you're looking at a four and a half point spread. Now, obviously, you're going from I'm going from winning two games, but you got to beat Kansas first, and right. that's the opportunity. I think that Villanova really brings to the table is that free throw shooting in a close game. Yeah, and I got to say though, like you said, kudos to Villanova and Jay Wright. 
for what they have gone through and what they are going through currently, of course, with the more injury. But you notice that if you if you watch these teams all year long, Colin Gillespie has had hurt ankles, mm-hmm. hurt backs. I mean, he's been playing for 50 years, so that's to be expected. Right. But he has still been crazy he's hurt. He's the Chad Henney of college long. basketball. He's the Chad right Henney of college basketball. Chad Henney felt like he was at Michigan for like 100 years. Yes. And Gillespie is right there. He's been there 100 years as well. And he still just plays through injury. Even the ending of the last game that they played, no, so two games ago when you when uh, Nova took down, I want to say it was Houston. No, it wasn't Houston. It was a game before that. Who did they play before Houston? Now I have to bring the bracket up. Um, before Houston, they played Ohio. No, Providence. Mm-hmm. It was the Providence game. And um, no, Nova played, was it Ohio State? Now you're making me forget. Now I need to bring the bracket back up. They beat Michigan. There we go. This bracket is all over the place. So when <laughs> so when um after Nova beat Michigan or at the last stretch of that game, a player from Michigan falls on Gillespie's leg and it bends all the yep. way back behind him and then he he gets up and just walks it off. He's a true warrior. So I am concerned when you got uh, when you have a guy that can take so much pressure off of Gillespie in this offense, but also it's like isn't Gillespie like due for a few of these? Like he he does show up in big time games. He's the leader yeah. of that team. It wouldn't surprise me if he put on his old Superman outfit and went out there and tried to carry this Nova team. And I think it is possible against a Kansas team, like you said, they struggle to to shoot from the free throw line, and sometimes they struggle to shoot from deep. But they have the most talent, I think, of any team right now in the draft. Let's talk about UNC five to one. I have the twenty two to one, but the five to one, I still like it. What what? Why don't you like UNC to the point where they could be like one of the teams that jump off at you? Uh, like a Nova. I mean, look, they 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 jumped at least at me at the beginning of the tournament as an eight seed. Yeah. But they're just Duke is a more talented team, and there's something to be said for the way mm. Duke's playing right now. That is the whether you like it or not, win one for Coach K. Yep, uh, that, that's really what it is. Come it, on, it man, is be- the fix is in, man. It's it has become they were clearly embarrassed when they lost to North Carolina. Coach K gets up and gives a speech apologizing for the way you play in front of Cameron Indoor. Rips if him. that doesn't wake you up, nothing will. And it seems like it has with Duke where they look like a much more comfortable team. Roach yeah. at point guard has sort of changed that offense a little bit. Paolo Bancaro is the key here, and A.J. Griffin, because those guys at times during the regular season kind of got a little lost in, in sure. important games. There For were sure. certain games that you watched and went, where are they? They haven't done a thing. Yeah. But we also have to remember, when your team is as young as Duke is, it's obviously not all freshmen in that starting lineup, but mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're a younger team. It's two of your best players are freshmen. Yep. It takes a while to really incorporate everybody out there mm-hmm. to build some chemistry, to give them some of that confidence and that experience. It doesn't matter how talented they are. You still have to adjust to the college game sometimes. And yeah. we may just be seeing things clicking at the right time from top to bottom for Duke, and that's going to be the difference against North Carolina and then whoever they play in the national championship game if they win that. No, that's a perfect breakdown of that Duke team. And I also li- I love this about Duke, though. They have something for everything. So, like, they yeah. do have the star power with Paolo. But Paolo, you've seen him in the late game situations. He's kind of looking to get the ball up. He, mm-hmm. he, he maybe doesn't want to take on that last shot. And then you got a guy, the smallest one out there, Jeremy Roach, DMV native, went to Paul yep. the Six here in Virginia. I'll take it. Five yep. foot, five foot nine, maybe. <laughs> I'll take the last shot. And he's drilling him. He looked down low. 
You got Mark Williams there, who's jumping up, jumping up draft boards as yeah. well. Duke may have with, five first round picks. He might have five five first round, first round picks. I always get to like AJ Griffin and Wendell Moore last, but AJ Griffin can shoot the lights out. Mm-hmm. Wendell Moore, we talk about free throw shooting. I don't think I've seen him miss a free throw. Yep. When he sit, when he steps back a few few steps and closes his eyes and visualizes <laughs> the ball going through the hoop, I just know. is that his process every time he shoots? Though? Yeah, he closes his eyes. He closes his eyes okay. and he thinks about. Yeah. I can't yeah. envision him ever missing a free throw when he does that. Yeah, I do like that Duke team. I like the UNC team. The thing is, can Baycott continue to play at this level when you do have a guy with the size like a Mark Williams Mm -hmm. who is chomping at the bit to get back at you because the last time we did see you, you embarrassed us. You had our coach call us out of our names in yep. front of everybody. Just just, just flat out called us everything other than our government names. <laughs> and now we got to run it back with a trip to the Final Four on the line. Luckily, I have some of these tickets already in my pocket, but I think there's still just value everywhere on the board. There's no place that you could say, I want to put my money on this team, and I could look at you and say that's an idiotic move. Speaking of money, I'm looking at where the money is going right now. Where is it going? Currently at this moment. of the money is on Duke. Let me make sure. Yeah, 51% of the money is on Duke minus four. Duke covering. Again, depends on which book you're on. Yeah, and then, of course, you know, and then you've got, what, 55% of the tickets on North Carolina. That's going to be a good game. It's a split. It's a a split right down the middle. There is is more of a, uh, a sharp lean towards Duke. And then a public lean at that 55% of the tickets to North Carolina. What do you think about the total in this game as we jump back? 151 and a half. I almost look at that total and I want to take like a contrarian under because I do know there's a lot of star power, but 151 and a half seems like a ton of points. We haven't had a lot of scoring in this tournament, have we? No, we haven't. I mean, think about it. It's been it's been a while. Now, Duke has gone over in two of their last three games, if you really want to look at it that way. But like yeah. this is just a different game. North Carolina's gone under their last two. And then if you start going back to like, you know, Baylor and yeah, Marquette, you're looking at a couple of overs there. So there's there's not a lot that leans you one direction or the other for this, but other than looking at it and saying that is a that's a big number. That's a big total that's right there. That's a huge total. How's this game gonna be officiated too? Oh, you gotta get a whistle to Coach K. Is, is it gonna be you close? You gotta give it to Coach <laughs> K. I, I think they'll try to be a little respectful about it until maybe the second half. Then things get a little gritty. We're split down the middle on these games, and I know you are too, but Hey, got to find some value somewhere, and that's the name of the game.